This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation another amazing show today we have the man the myth the legend and bachelor host jesse palmer on the show today and mike i don't know about you man but i really want to get to know jesse on a deeper level he must have so much insight of what's going on with clayton season so i think we should skip out on hot takes today what do you think i'm right with it let's do it let's get into it let's bring on jesse palmer welcome jesse palmer what is going on my man how you doing Good. I'm doing great. It's great to be on with you guys. That's amazing, man. It's great We're to so see you again, at- man. Yeah, Dude, man. it's good to see you, Mike. I see We're Mike so- at like I see Mike on red on like blue carpets when he's like the best dressed guy. We, I mean, he's just so where look look at this guy. He's in Mexico right now. He's learning Spanish. He's the international man of mystery. I'm trying to. I am trying to get like you. That's the goal. So we'll see what happens. But we have aim you on today to get to. High. Aim higher. <laughs> well, I'm already taller than you. you know that. I, I told you. <laughs> so, Jesse, man, I got to start off the show by saying, go Gators. I am a Gator oh. alum. Uh. I, that's all I already knew. I was like, we're interviewing Jesse Palmer. I was like, we're going to get along. We're going to get along. There you go. This there you go. So get that Gator chomp. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. To everyone I, I out there. If you're not a gator, you're gator bait. That's that's just how it is. So I apologize God to everybody shi- out there. God shines on the gators. It's great to be a Brian, player. we are no longer a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your team, Mike? Who's your college team? UT. UT, okay, Longhorns okay. all day. 06, Rose Bowl. That's, my, that's where we okay. still at. That's my wife's uh, alma mater. So I got love for them, too. But no, oh. not above the gators. You have just to. holding on to 2005. Look, look, look at Mike just holding on. It's, uh, holding on to it. I have to. So, I have to. <laughs> so, Jesse, we want to get to know all about you today. We want to know Jesse Palmer, the man. So let's just, I mean, but let's start off with a little bachelor. Obviously, you are no stranger to the franchise. What has it been like stepping back into this world in the hosting capacity? Yeah, uh, it is way less stressful. There's way less pressure having to host the show <laughs> and actually be the bachelor yourself. You don't have to deal with any of the drama. You don't have to try to navigate all the relationships or, or worry about making bad decisions. Um, it's been great. It really has. The very first night um, on set with Clayton, there was so much nostalgia, and I got hit by this tidal wave of, of memories and emotions. Uh, watching him as the women got out of the limousines, then watching him at the at the rose ceremony it's funny you always think you remember everything about big big moments in your in your life like that um like the first night being on the bachelor back in 2004 but god i just i got hit by so many different great feelings and memories nervousness excitement ptsd hoping he wouldn't forget anybody's name it was just i just ran the (laughs) gamut of emotions and it's been really cool you know I, i think a big part of hosting this is is just you know um being empathetic and sympathetic to Clayton and his journey, having, having been in his shoes and, and just trying to, nice. to give him advice as best I can to try to help him along in his journey. And, he, and he's a great guy. I, I, I like Clayton so much. So it's really been an honor to be alongside on this. Question, Jesse. We're obviously was... living in the social media age right yeah. now. 2004, yeah. that was like the infancy <laughs> stage right there. Why, like, why, what why are you going to like? that up? What, what? <laughs> Like how we had phones that you, you you opened the phone and you pulled out the antenna. I was in Gainesville. Like what is that, Jesse? What what is that phone? <laughs> so, yeah, like I were don't you know, texting what with buttons back then? Right now, I, I could hear you in this. This is crazy technology and where it's gone. Like how do you yeah, think I that would have been different for you? Either. Oh my god, well, dude, like it would have been a game changer. 
social like, and, like if social media had been around well if social media had been around when i played quarterback in the gators um and if it had been around on the bachelor yeah it, like it probably would have been a, a totally different thing but i think kind of part of what i liked about it so much and what was so kind of pure and innocent about those times was that i mean it was just it, it was there was none of that you know i literally i had my dream job I, I was playing on the giants i did the bachelor i went right back to the locker room Tom Coughlin was our new head coach. He came in and it was like hit the ground running and, and, and being back with all the fellas. Um, but today it, it's, it's completely taken on a life of its own, but, but the, the, the positive of it is that I think it's helped manifest and grow bachelor nation into what it is today. It is so Definitely. fun. I think it's so cool being part of a show that has such a passionate fan base. There, there cannot be another show out there that has a fan base like Bachelor Nation, that are that are as outspoken and opinionated, um, and you know we've seen, especially here recently with the franchise, we've seen a lot of those opinions kind of lead to meaningful change within our within our show with representation and, um, and diversity and inclusion. It's been meaningful. It's made the show better. So you know you're right. So, social media is a huge, huge part of this now. Um, and you can ask, we, we can ask Mike about that because Mike's a social media icon. Mike's, Mike's all over it. He's got, <laughs> he's got millions please. and millions of followers. He's now a fashion icon on social media as well. <laughs> you, <laughs> you're, you're funny, so well Jesse. You're it. funny. I got to tap into your, yeah, your social media knowledge because you're, you're way ahead. You're way ahead versus where I am. Yeah. I'm trying to tap into your hosting knowledge, man. But can, can we start there, actually? You were talking about, you know, going from the Gators to playing in the NFL. Who is Jesse Palmer? Like start from the beginning. Oh, you know it started on a dark night in Toronto, Ontario, in October of 1970. <laughs> um, dude, I, like I don't know. Like I'm uh, I'm a Canadian kid. Um, uh, I like to think of myself as being humble, uh, hardworking. I was really lucky growing up to have a really strong support system. I had two parents who really believed in me and believed in my dreams to play pro football. I had an amazing group of friends that supported me along the journey, along the way. Um, uh, I'm, cur- I'm like Mike. Like I'm, I'm curious. I, I speak French. I try to learn new languages. I love to travel. Uh, I love French bulldogs and Aussie doodles. Nice. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, you know, it's like, and I've, I've, I've met the woman <laughs> in my dreams here recently. I have a beautiful Brazilian wife. Um, we have knives in the house, so I got to be really careful with respect to like, you know, <laughs> where I'm looking and who I'm talking we to. We have knives in the house. Great, you know? <laughs> she knows how to use them. She she doesn't um, play. She doesn't play. Brazilians don't play. It's funny about that. It's Brazilians don't play. So wait, with the bachelor, obviously we see how love stories unfold. Like, how did you meet your wife? Like, talk to us about that magical moment when uh, when you guys first met. Yeah, well, we actually met at a boxing class. There's this thing in New York City called Rumble Boxing. Yeah, yeah. Emily was in the class. Yeah. You know, I was going in. She was a sweaty mess. She was like, I thought she was the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen in my life when she, she came out of the class. She blew me away. Um, and, you know, we, we finally started talking. Our first date was was at another Rumble Boxing class. And I watched her hit the bag. And I thought, man, I am never lying to this woman or cheating <laughs> on her in my life. She's a mean right ever- hook. <laughs> Dude, she had the one, two, five, like, like just working the body underneath. I was like, damn, uh, it was great. And I got to say my time on the bachelor and the, the lessons I learned, and I, I don't know how you guys feel about this based on your experiences. It, it, it helped me. The lessons that, that I learned opening up and being vulnerable and communicating, I think really helped me in my dating life. Even after the show, one of the things that, that I think Emily's taught me a lot about and continues to is, is communicating. I, I feel like as, as men, Sometimes it's hard for us to be vulnerable and to admit um, when our feelings are hurt or uh, because we, mm-hmm. we feel like it's a sign of weakness, especially yeah. football players. You know, we're, like we're, we're just we're, yeah. totally we're always told to like internalize everything. But I think that having, Definitely. you know, my experience on the show uh, and then meeting Emily and, and learning to just open up and, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and be vulnerable and, and admit when things are bothering me has really, really helped our relationship. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah, I mean, I. But Jesse, real quick question: You were how old when you were the bachelor? I think I was twenty-four. Twenty-four. So like, oh that my is, god, to me oh that god. is so young. Like I didn't hey, even trying to choose a, a, a wow. fiance and a wife. Like I can't even think back at that age. Like I wasn't ready for that. But I went on the show later. I was 
one of the older guys on my well actually the oldest guy on my seat that was 37 so Damn. i yeah so i i had been through relationships i had Damn. been in love that was like that kevin hart damn damn damn, damn. 37 um yeah man so i was over a decade older than when you went on and i i felt like i was more ready to have those conversations but i totally agree with you like i felt like that just opened up pandora's box for me when it came to communication and vulnerability um but yeah i, I totally agree with you what do you think mike well, I'm the single guy of the three of us, so I need to learn from the both of you. Uh, I'm still learning some things as we go along, but I would say the show has helped me to be quicker in my decision-making processes. Uh, prior to going on the show, I took things a lot slower. And I think that when you're able to be quick, quicker in the process, uh, you can find out if you truly like them or not, and you don't have to waste nobody's time nor waste your own time. And so I think that's a really good thing I learned from the show. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like needing to be deliberate and intentional uh, is really, really important in relationships. Yeah. And, and what Intentionality, do, and the, yes. Yeah, you're right. That was one of the things I was trying to tell Clayton kind of at the beginning. That was one of my, my big pieces of advice was just – you know, to not be lazy. What I meant by that was, you know, when you're the bachelor, you know, just because you are the bachelor doesn't guarantee that any of these women have to fall in love with you or are going to. And you have to remember a lot of the women on Clayton's season didn't even really know who he was until they got out of the limo. His season with Michelle didn't air until after we had started filming uh, season 26. So, so, you know, really having to step out and be intentional and put your best foot forward and be vulnerable and take chances. I think, Mike, I agree with you. I think it's it's really, really critical. And I know that's one thing that Clayton's really kind of mindful of now uh, as his season's progressing. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did anybody think that you were The Bachelor because you and Clayton favor each other a lot? <laughs> they do look kind of alike, yes. Yeah, I, I secretly hate Clayton because Clayton's, Clayton's kind of like my, my, my shorter, more athletic, tall, or sorry, taller, more athletic, uh, better looking brother. He's really good at making me, it's like when you're around Mike. It's like he, he, he kind of makes you feel very, very insignificant right away. Uh, funny story, Clayton and I were at the Rose Parade uh, back on New Year's in Pasadena. This really cute girl came over. She wanted to take a photo and she kind of got in the middle of us and we're taking it. She's looking at Clayton and then she kind of looks up at me and she looks at me. And she goes, are you his dad? Oh, oh no, my she God. Is like, no, she didn't. Oh, and Clayton's God. just howling, laughing. And I was like, all right, here we go. Here we go. It's gotten to that point now. Little grays. You're better than me. I was just like. Through. Yeah, we're, we're, we You're age better like, than me. I was like, Clayton, that's all Jesse. you. Give yourself yeah. some credit. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm now. I just don't want to be within six feet of Clayton anymore. And I'm going to start asking for Apple boxes. And I use a lot of hair product as it is, but I need like extra look now. When I, Cause I mean, I've been in those NFL locker rooms. I've seen big, large human beings. Clayton's one of those guys. He's like, he makes yeah. large people. Like I consider myself a pretty big guy. I'm six, two, I'm two thirty. He, he makes me look average and I hate him for it. <laughs> um, Jesse, <laughs> let me ask you this. I mean, obviously you both, you both have a, a football background like I got, I got to tie this into the Gators. Like you were coached by one of the greatest of all time, Steve Spurrier. Like, what did, what did any of his teachings go into? Like you helping Clayton during this time. Like, what did you learn from your football career that you know? Obviously, he could relate as well because he was a football player as well. Like, how did you guys uh, uh, bring football into how you mentored him in this process? Yeah, it's a great question. It's funny, you know, Coach, uh, who is a legend, by the way, is was one of those guys that kind of was like, hey, listen, I can draw the plays up on the board 
and I can tell you where to throw the football, but ultimately you're going to have to go out and you're going to have to execute it yourself. And you're, but most importantly, you're going to have to just figure it out. And, and I think that's kind of true, you know, for Clayton on his journey too. I mean, I can give him all the advice I can until I'm blue in the face from my own experience, but ultimately this is his journey and his journey is different than my journey, than your journey, than Mike's journey, than all of our journeys. Um, he's his own person. Uh, he was brought up uh, his own way. Uh, different things are, are important to him. And so he has to sort of follow that. I, I've really tried to be honest, be not as overbearing with him. I, I just don't want to be the host. That's always like, like the kind of like finding my way into the scene and being like Clayton, Clayton, you know, on my show, yeah. I would have done this or like, cause like, and cause anyone who's ever played football, yeah. like, you don't want to be coached by that guy who just has the answer for everything. Cause I don't have the answer for everything. And so I, I kind of told Clayton, look, if you ask for advice, I'll give it to you, but I'm not like, you got to come find me and, and I'll, I'll do my best to quote unquote coach you up on this. Um, Clayton's been great at that. One of the things I, I discovered about him really early on that, that I really appreciate about him is that he's not afraid to ask for help. A lot of men have, have a hard time doing that too, especially football players. Yeah. Uh, Clayton, Clayton is, is, is always looking for help and guidance. And, and when he, when he did that, I was trying my best to, to offer the best advice for him. I could. That's great advice. Yeah. No, love that. Uh, that's, I think it's great advice for Clayton and for yourself, because I mean, a part of growing is that we have to, you know, go out there on our own. Right. And then we, you know, we step back and ask for that advice when needed. Uh, I want to know about you as the, as a bachelor of, as the host of The Bachelor, the, one of the most famous and prestigious uh, reality shows out there, where do you go for advice to host The Bachelor? Yeah, you know, great question, Mike. Honestly, I, I, I kind of, kind of like when I was The Bachelor, um, figure it out was sort of my plan. Knowing that I'd make mistakes or I'd mess up along the way. Um, I wasn't on a Bachelorette before I did my season back in 04. So I just sort of knew I would just sort of, you know, try to be as genuine, as real as I could be and, and be myself. And that's really all, all I, all I could expect um, of myself. So, so for this with Clayton, um, you know, the first time I met him was when he got out of the limo. I just wanted that to be a real authentic moment and experience to get, oh, wow. to, get to know him. I didn't, you know, we, we didn't do dinners. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to kind of really research him. I just wanted it to be authentic and real and see how we vibed and, and try to help him. And that's kind of how I'm, I'm approaching it moving forward as well through, you know, through all the different layers of his journey and, and where he's going to go is I think the, the only thing I can do is be authentic to myself and try to be organic. And I just hope like there's the biggest pressure on me as the host is helping him find what he wants. And guys, I don't know if you've been around him. I'm sure you've talked to him. Like, I don't know if I've ever met someone that wants to get married and have kids as badly as Clayton does. Like, you saw that in Michelle's season. He was crying when he talked about it. He gets super emotional. It's really, really important to him. I just know how important it is to him. And the pressure on me is to, is to help him get there. That's that's kind of, yeah. that, that's sort of what I'm wearing. And that, that's what I hope I'm able to do this season. I love that, that your focus is on Clayton uh, as opposed to yourself. Now, you're obviously stepping in you know, your predecessor was on the show for so many years. Like, did you feel any nerves coming on as the new host or like any expectations that, you know, let, that burdened you in a way? Yeah, it's, it's well, it's, it's interesting. Again, it's sort of, I, I, I think I thought of it, if I just stay in my lane, I just be myself. I, that, that's really all I can do. I, I didn't want to be anybody I'm not. Um, I know change for everybody is, is always going to be uncomfortable um, for sure. And, and yeah. you know, th this show for so many years um, sort of had a, a, a very, a very specific and solid presence throughout the entire thing. Um, for me, it was just, you know, helping Clayton. You, you said it best. It, it's not about me. It's about him and trying to figure out what I can do. And, and even, you know, I, I've kind of learned so many things right at, right from the get-go too. Like I didn't realize how many hats I was going to have to wear as the host of the show. Um, it's not always just being an advisor, but it's being a confidant, it's being Talk a sounding board. It's also being a cheerleader, you know, for him too. And sort of having to take those different hats off at different times and, and finding out, trying to be, you know, a therapist at times, being what Clayton needs in that moment. has probably been the most challenging thing for me so far doing this, but you know, I'm, I'm just trying to make this about him. And, and trying to help him as best I can. Love that. 
I love that. It's it sounds almost like because you've had hosting positions in the past. It sounds as if you're more of a mentor uh, to Clayton. How do you feel and how do you deal with the contestants on the show outside of the lead? How's your 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 relationship with them? Yeah, so the majority of my time is really is really sort of focused with, on Clayton and with Clayton. We have a lot of those talks and trying to kind of help him navigate everything that's going on. Um, you know, obviously, I'm always there. I'm sort of omnipresent. I'm sort of kind of all seeing and all knowing. I'm at the group dates. I'm at the one on one dates traveling. I'm sort of aware of everything that's happening. But my focus always is and always really needs to be. Clayton and how different things, the drama that's happening in the house, how that's affecting his decisions, uh, how what's happening on his different group dates and one-on-ones and roses he's giving out now, potentially roses he's taking back, how that's going to impact him moving forward. That that's really mostly where my focus and attention is kind of lying right now. So does he ask you, like, does he, um, like, as far as the advice you give, does he ask you like what, you think of certain situations or like you said where you just let him figure that out do you put anything in his ear to make him uh make a decision on any of the contestants i never try to lead him towards a decision because i want these to be his decisions and he needs to own these decisions and he does do that clayton's amazing at doing that but having said that he will ask me my opinion about different things he'll ask me if i had a similar circumstance or experience when I was the bachelor, he's really good at collecting and I think processing information. That's maybe the football player in him. He, he kind of wants to hear strategy coaching and then he can sort of find out what applies best to him moving forward. Um, so he's really, really good at doing that. But for me, really, it's again, if asked for it, I'm happy to be there and tell him what I think, what maybe happened uh, during my own experience and spin that forward again. You know, as you guys know, there's nothing that prepares you to be the bachelor. It's like you can be on, you can have all these experiences and do all these other things, but uh, when you're finally there and you're riding that emotional roller coaster in the wave, it's so so different. You know, watching Clayton on the night one, he was so optimistic and so hopeful that his person was there. You're seeing now, he's finally being Love hit that. by self doubt. That happens to all of us at some point. He's finding out about Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Is she there for the right reasons? And the funny thing about, about self-doubt, at least in my experience when I was the bachelor, was it's not like playing quarterback. You throw an interception early in the game, you can kind of just forget about it, move on, and play the next play. Self-doubt on this show lives with you throughout, and Lingers. you will wear it. Yeah. You will wear it. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll start looking at other women in the house and wondering, are they really here for me? Mm-hmm. Are they here for the right reasons? Are they doing this for Instagram? Are they going to try to go on Dancing with the Stars? Like, what? what's the play? I, like, Clayton had three women self-eliminate before the very first row ceremony. And now he's being told on the second episode that there's a woman that may have friends with benefits back home. Clayton, like, Clayton's already had things happen that never happened before. He's potentially about to do something else now that's never happened before, take a rose back. Um, and there's more to come. I mean, that guy, like, it's a good thing he has big shoulders. Because he's carrying a lot of stuff right now. He's 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 wondering if these women are even into him, right? We talked about it. They didn't know who he was. Like he's wondering, am I enough? You know, where are my where are my real relationships? It's very seldom, I think, for a bachelor in the past to have had to deal with this much stuff this early on in their journey. Yeah, All right. definitely, so. definitely. I can see how that. I'm, could ready, be to, I'm ready to see next Monday. You know, mess with your mind. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Um, but yeah. Jesse, talking about your stint. As the bachelor in 2004, like what made you accept that position? Like what made you decide that? Oh, I've always been the type of person that is willing to take chances. And I also don't take myself too seriously. I don't know if that's a Canadian thing or like you, you, you guys know, like if you do this show, you got to be able to laugh at yourself a little bit. And trust me, playing quarterback on the New York Giants when I was on that plane ride coming home. I knew what kind of locker room I was getting ready to walk into. Michael Strahan and Tiki Barber, oh. Jeremy Shockey, and oh my God. I mean, I, Imani Toomer, I had all of them waiting for me. Because like, it was a different time. Like This show has come so far. When I did it, reality TV was kind of new. And, and the show was new. The show was still kind of figuring itself out. I mean, I was explaining to everybody you know what the show is about what i'm about to do and the guys were like dude you play quarterback on the new york giants you're going on a show to try to find a date that is embarrassing bro (laughs) and you're gonna do this on national tv what are you doing and you fast forward now 2022 
this show has become right just saying it out loud i'm like man what was i doing this show now it's become such a big part of mainstream culture with such an incredible fan base there's nothing else like it and today it's an awesome thing to go on this show people get congratulated for getting the opportunity to go on people are so happy for clayton to get this chance so it's really come full circle it's amazing like, Wait, it's amazing you, how it's changed. You just made me think of something. I mean, I can't even imagine the shenanigans in the locker room of them <clears throat> razzing you, you know, with, with what you were doing. Like, what was the funniest or craziest thing that one of your teammates got oh. on you about, about being The Bachelor? Bro, so so we had – I don't know if you remember Tom Coughlin. He was our head Force. coach. Strict. Okay. So, yes. yes. Disciplinarian. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Like, militant. <laughs> so, it, it, like, I mean, Tom Coughlin was never, ever in a million years going to watch the show. I remember calling him on the way to the airport to go film it and being like, hey, coach, uh, I'm doing this show, like expecting him to literally cut me on the spot. And, and all he cared about, he was like, are you going to be back in time for workouts to get ready for the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah the show will finish. I'll, I'll be good. All right. Well, then why, why are we even talking about this? Hang up the phone. <laughs> So I get back, right, and I'm, I'm getting razzed by all the guys in the locker room. We're having fun with it, and we're doing these watch parties, and it's amazing. But the last guy in the world who's ever going to know anything about the show is Tom Coughlin. We're, on, we're, on the, we're in the Meadowlands one day. We're practicing during the day. It's a beautiful, sunny day, and we're all stretching. And Coughlin's walking through the stretch line, and he walks by Tiki Barber, and he's giving little coaching tidbits to every player. He looks at Tiki. He's like, Tiki, remember. Four points of pressure on that ball now. We're not fumbling this year. We're going to keep it tight. All right. Fumbles, loses games. Ball security at an optimum. He moves on. He goes to Eli Manning. He's like, Eli, remember, check downs. If you don't have your guy downfield, check it down. Keep the drive going. He goes to Strahan. He offers him some advice. He finally gets to me and he's like, Jessica? You picked Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? And like oh. everybody within like a 15 yard radius just started howling, laughing because there was no way Tom <laughs> Coughlin would ever watch the show or be up to date and know. And he totally did. He knew exactly what was happening on my season. And that's something I will never, ever forget. It just goes to show you that there's so many people in Bastard Nation that you would absolutely never anticipate being. It was incredible. Wow. That is amazing. Tom Coughlin talking about The Bachelor. That's great. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So, Jesse, let's let's talk about the transition in your career. You got into broadcasting. You're a mainstay on college football uh, uh, as far as hosting and analyzing and whatnot. How did you get into broadcasting after your career uh, was over in the NFL? You know, I, I got really lucky um, when I was – during, during my career playing football, I had some opportunities to broadcast different football games. Some of it was on radio. Some of them were arena football games, college football, and, and NFL games on Fox. I think the best thing I ever did in my career, honestly, was I, I didn't say no very much. If opportunities came up, I, I just said yes. And the idea was, was that instead of just, I don't think it's always a good idea to close doors. I didn't want to just shut away opportunities without ever giving them a chance because you never know what's on the other side of those what that potentially opens up for me. Um, so I, I just said yes to a lot of different things that I, I wasn't always crazy about in the beginning, but then I would try it and be like, you know, I actually kind of like doing that. I could see myself broadcasting football games when I'm done playing. And that opened an opportunity and a window for me at ESPN. And then I got a call to host a food network show. And I'm like, I can't cook or bake anything. I'm never doing that show. And then I thought, oh, just try it. And just see. And then I, I ended up hosting the show. I loved interacting with the people. I loved people that are passionate about things. And I love food. So I was tasting everything. It ended up being a really cool opportunity. Um, that ended up opening other opportunities on Food Network. And The Bachelor was a great example, too. I, I, I had a lot of people be like, dude, do not do that show. You're, you're a really? football player. People are going to think you're not taking it seriously. Do not do The Bachelor. I'm so glad I did 
because again, it just kept opening more and more opportunities. And it put, put me in front of an audience that otherwise I never would have reached had I, had I not have done it. So my advice to people out there is that, Definitely. you know, saying yes is, is a good idea and because it, it teaches you more about yourself and it just, it just opens more doors for you that you never know exist. Mike, I, don't you feel like that's a gem right there, what Jesse just said? Mike? We're basically going to do gems, like, you know, type, type of advice. I'm sorry, Mike, go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're right there. I'm completely agreeing with you. I'm thinking, like, Jesse knows what he's talking about. He's He is Clayton's dad. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking no, that father, fatherly no. role on. Yeah, just say like, yeah, older, like yeah. way older brother. He's his way more experienced older brother. God, I'm never gonna play that down. <laughs> so, Jesse, as far as the uh, as far as the hosting and the broadcasting and all that, like, what is one? What has been one of your favorite or the most favorite uh, show to host? Wow, it's so tough because they're all so different, and I love them for all different reasons. So I love football. Obviously, it's a huge passion of mine. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's something that's really in sort of my wheelhouse. I love being around. I love being around the fans and talking about that. The food stuff, too, because I'm not an expert in it at all, but I'm just such a big fan of it. I, I feel like I know a lot <laughs> about food. I obviously love tasting food, mm -hmm. and I love ordering food. Um, but just being around people that are passionate about it is great. Um, Good Morning America was amazing. I got to work with incredible people. I also got to do some awesome stuff. Like I was shark diving in the Bahamas. I, I, I flew in an F-16 fighter fighter jet. Um, wow. I got to do I got to do That's some awesome. really really cool stuff. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And then the Bachelor's been it's it's been amazing. Like this is like it totally been like a full circle experience for me, having done the show, having been such a big fan of the show, having watched you guys uh, these past twenty years. You know, it's just been and then to finally be in a situation now where I can help Clayton uh, and be a part of it really has kind of been a, a dream come true and a full circle experience. So I'm just really, really blessed, really, really lucky. Definitely full circle, completely full circle. Do you and Michael Strahan ever talk crap to each other? Like, hey, I'm doing this now. You didn't get this position because both of y'all are like <laughs> extremely successful in what y'all do. <laughs> We, we both do a lot of TV. Michael gets paid a lot more than I do. So there's not really that much room I have in terms of talking <laughs> crap to Michael. Not at all. Michael definitely has me there. I, I, I totally know my place in that hierarchy. And I'm really happy where I am right now. Amazing. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Um, so you were actually, you were on the Holiday Baking Championship. Is that correct? I know you were mentioning food earlier. Did you yes, get to try I, any of that food? Oh, dude, yeah. So I, I've, I've like I've I've hosted that show now like six years, and I think every year the food gets better. Um, the problem is, is that at the start of the show, there's like nine bakers or eight bakers, and there's a lot of stuff coming out, and it's like if you eat all the dessert all day, you're totally going to get sick. So I sort of have this. Um, I had this this system set up with one of the judges, this this woman Nancy. She would like if some, she she had to try everything. If something was really good, she would kind of look over and give me the eyes and be like, "You got to try this." And then I would kind of climb over and eat the brownie or eat the donut or whatever. So yes, I I, I eat amazing things. It, it is incredible what what everyday bakers, some professional, some at home bakers can make in this country. Like at home, it's crazy. Like, have you guys ever had like a grandma or a mom or someone in your family that just makes one thing? that you look forward to every single year that no matter how many restaurants you go to or where you travel, it's never as good as that. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yes. My aunt makes a mean green bean casserole. My other aunt makes a sweet potato mash with marshmallows oh. and brown sugar. Yeah. Oh. Usually for the holidays though. Yeah. It, it's Mike, the rum cake for me. My grandma makes oh. the best rum cake ever. I love it. I want it now. I'm going to call her after this. Dude, I love rum cake, man. That makes me hungry. Uh, I'll make sure my grandma makes us some uh, next time I see you. Dude, I remember your grandma. I remember your grandma from Hannah's season. I remember you say you saying goodbye to her before you, before you <laughs> took off. Is that her? Is, is that the grandma that makes it? That's my uh, that's my great grandma. Actually, that was on the season. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> okay, I, have, well, I come you, from a long lineage of women. I was gonna say. So Jesse, I gotta know, man. You've you've done. She probably does. You've done so much in your life. Uh, which is the hardest for you? Being an NFL quarterback, being The Bachelor, hosting The Bachelor, or knowing your wife could kick your ass at any moment? 
Oh, oh that's yeah, that's oh. a no-brainer at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> if she hits me with that that jab cross body blow, I'm going down so fast. I've seen what happens <laughs> to bags. That that would be the toughest for sure. Um, she she would whoop my booty. And and I mentioned we also have <laughs> knives in the house. And she knows how to use them, so so there's that. Uh the football thing, it's like, you know, you know how it is. Like you're you're trying to avoid getting tackled by three hundred and thirty pound people. That's that's tough. Yeah. The bachelor, you're trying to avoid the drama and hurting breaking people's hearts and and, and you know, choosing the wrong people. It's also tough. So, you know, the, 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 the thing there is you just don't want to get sacked. That's my, that's my awful football analogy for, for those two. You don't want to get sacked. I got to say, I'm telling you, man, this hosting thing, I mean, it's tough, but it's just way less pressure than being the bachelor playing quarterback, I feel like, at least. It's a lot of pressure trying to help Clayton, but, but compared to those other things, I, I, would, I, would take, I, I would take the ass kicking from Emily, I would take definitely last of all those things, for sure. <laughs> So let let me ask you this: Why would she want to kick your butt? Like, what is her pet peeve of you? Like, what do you do that would get her upset? Oh, uh, it's when I it's when I forget her name. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. What? What? <laughs> I only did that. I only, that that's <laughs> that's a, a divorce proceeding right there. Time out in a play, coach. Time out. That on my season. <laughs> it doesn't happen anymore. No, no, no. No, listen, I know I, I know my part. It's funny, you know, you know how in relationships, like I don't know how you feel with Rachel, like you sort of learn very quickly the 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 the, the buttons. Oh yeah. And sort of what to avoid, the topics. Pick I, your battles, yeah, man. I, <laughs> great advice. That is awesome advice, Dr. Abs. Pick your battles and figure them out early and just happy wife, happy life, communicate. Amen. And that kind of set that kind of puts you in a good spot, I feel like, right? Absolutely. Definitely, definitely but, does. You got yeah. um, Brian, I, I think that's your gym for the day, man. Pick your battles. Yes, that that is a good one. I mean, <laughs> Jess, you gotta understand. I'm she is a she was litigating in court. I'm married to an attorney, so you know I'm not winning any arguments. Oh my god. I know. It's like <laughs> it's so funny. Like like Emily's not a lawyer, but she pummels me in arguments. She's so much quicker than I am. She she like outthinks me. She like pre thinks like she already has like arguments set up. I feel like she takes me down rabbit holes, yeah. leads me uh, into a place where I can't get out. And then she has me and it's just, it, God, I feel so defeated sometimes. And, and even if like we really know in our heart of hearts that we are right, we're still wrong. Yeah. We're still wrong. It's so, I know. <laughs> and it's like, to your point, it's like, there'll, there'll be things that I just, I feel so passionate about. And I'll have to like, I'll have to like a precursor it and say like, <laughs> babe, I know this, this is going to really piss you off that I'm going to say this, <laughs> but I have to take a stand on this. I'm drawing a line in the sand. That is wrong. What you just said. Here's why. And then it's like, like take cover <laughs> take cover like ready ready for like a flurry oh, yeah that's that, great. That, i feel your pain man i know how that works <laughs> oh man you cannot imagine but i'm ready for it whenever that day does happen <laughs> prepare yourself you're, Michael. You're, you're gonna be a good punchy so, bag mike you got a good frame for it you're gonna be great a good punchy bag for sure so will we be seeing your dog lulu at any point in time on the show Dude, oh man, that would be amazing. I, 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 Lulu would love to be a mascot for the show. I, I got to get her a bunch of Bachelor Nation gear and a leash and a collar and all those things. She's so ready for it. I mean, I, you know, may, maybe in the future, never say never, Mike. Never say never. We could never have, say she already never. has like toy roses. Yeah, she has toy roses. She plays with them. It's great. We brought her here down to Miami. She's running around. She would be a great unofficial ambassador to the show, I think, in the future. Nice, nice. I think so. I like that. So, and, uh, you know, just to wrap up the interview, I want to know what is your favorite piece of relationship advice that you've ever received? Mm. Honestly, it's it's kind of the, the token advice, but I'm telling you, man, because I've, cause I've implemented it myself and I know, just communicate and, and talk about how you feel, even if it's, even if you feel vulnerable and you feel, um, like you're afraid you're, you're being weak, just, just, just say how you feel. Because I, I feel like with Emily, yeah. when, when I do that, she, she just knows how much it matters and she knows that I care so much. And it's, you know, it's, as, as I've gotten older and more mature, it's, you know, we, I get so much farther, um, in our talks when, when it's not yelling or there's, or there's the weird silence or, or, 
any of that things I, I may have used uh, I may have used to have done in, in previous relationships when, when I'm just real with her and I just say look you, you said you said something earlier that, that hurt my feelings here's why it just helps her understand me so much more and it's kind of like what we talked about earlier she it, it's a two-way street like I sort of know things that kind of can set her off and and then it helps teach her a lot about me too. I, from playing football, I think it really kind of put me in a place where I was just internalizing everything my whole life. I was internalizing my emotions around how I was playing um, in Gainesville and in the NFL. And I was internalizing how I was feeling in my relationships um, and always afraid of that vulnerability. But I'm telling you, if you can get past that, I think it, it expands your relationships by leaps and bounds, multiplications, it's huge. And doesn't it display, I mean, the fact that you're vulnerable, it's actually a strength if you look at it that way. It like it becomes yeah. a strength by you being able to 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 be honest and be vulnerable like that. I think that she's gonna respect you so much more, you know, a woman in general is gonna respect the man so much more by showing that type of vulnerability because it, it shows up as a strength. I agree. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, being comfortable in your own skin. And Emily says it too. She's like, look, like we wanna have family, we wanna have kids. And she wants a husband who's going to be able to talk to her children and be vulnerable and, and be open and, and be honest too, and try to teach that to them. It's, it's an important, I think it's an important life, life lesson and skill set that, that I didn't learn until, until way later in my life that I wish I would have known sooner. I agree. I think it's really important. Yeah. You know, people talk about the word vulnerability as it's all, as it's almost something that is weak, but I look at, being vulnerable is courageous, which we look at as strength, right? And so I like using the, yeah. the term courageous because that's what, you know, we're being courageous to speak about how we feel. But Jesse, I'm not going to let you go with yeah. what you just said. You and your wife are thinking about having children. <laughs> so we have it. Do we have it? Do we, like what? Do we have any news on that? One thing. One thing. Uh, Emily and I have always talked about. Is, is having a family and having kids. It's really, really important to us. Um, and, you know, I, I we're, love that. I, I hope more than anything that that one day we can have a, a big family. Uh, we have a lot of love that, that we want to we want to experience and share with our family. For now, we have a fur baby and Lulu the Aussie Doodle. And she's she's a great precursor. I've always been told that, that pets kind of <laughs> get you prepared for the next step. But yes. Um, yes, we're very hopeful. Hopefully, a stork one day will be dropping something off uh, to our to our house, and I hope it's sooner rather than later. I hope it is because because I'm Clayton's dad. I mean, I'm getting <laughs> up there in age. I don't have that much more time. We so, got to get this thing going. <laughs> so, have you guys decided on how many kids you want? Like, is that a consensus, like or are you I off? Feel, I feel like we're here. You're okay. I feel good. About, I feel like we're at two. two. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the goal for now. But here's the thing: He's I like, really yeah. want to have a baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to have a baby girl. Uh, Palmer men don't do great with that. My my, I have two younger brothers, and my brother is married, and he's got three boys. So we're we got like someone's got to step up, and it's got to be me. I feel like let's say today. What what is it? What is today? In, in late January, eighteen. Okay, January twenty twenty two. Uh, two is the is is the goal. Two healthy babies, if God willing. That's what we're hoping for. We'll see. So, I mean, girl dads. I mean, you got to give it up to girl dads. But if you do have a boy, Jesse, would you want him playing uh, football? Yeah, if he wants to. I, I've I've kind of made a conscious decision to not to not you know force my kids into any sport. I definitely want my kids to play sports. I feel like there's so yeah. many important lessons kids learn from playing sports at a young age. But I just, more than anything, I hope my kids are passionate about something. I just want them to chase that. And, and Emily and I will do everything in our power to help support them in, in whatever it is they want to be. Love that. Love that. I love that, man. I love your love. You seem really happy in your relationship. And can't wait to see the future Palmers. Girl, dad, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Girl, dad, buy the I'm going to manifest this and talk this into existence. It's going to happen. So, Jesse, quick Super Bowl prediction. Who do you got in the Super Bowl and who do you see winning the Super Bowl? Ooh, okay. I love this. Um, I'm going Bills. I think Josh Allen, the way he's playing, best defense in the NFL right now. They're just on fire. The Bills get to the Super Bowl. And I just cannot bring myself 
to bet against Tom Brady. I mm. can't. I can't do it. I know the, the Packers goat. look you, good. He's the You can't goat. do it. He's gonna he can't do you it. You can't and bet I know against they have him. Injuries and people are wondering, no, if he has the the pieces around him, but how, how like how can you bet against him? You guys, I know uh, Brian, you'll be in LA. I'm going to be out there for the Super Bowl. We should all try to get together. Absolutely. Mike, hopefully you can make it out. And it, I think it's going to be Brady versus Allen, Bucks versus Bills. Bills Mafia invade LA. I think it would be great. So who do you got winning that game if they do make it? Oh, man. <laughs> Taking it to the next step. Brian has to I, I need to know where I'm going to put my money on. So I'm, I'm using you as oh, the expert. Man. Okay, ready? I, I, I'm telling you, I, I think it's going to be the Bills. I think, like for for fans of, like our age, Brian, that grew up. Do you remember like the Jim Kelly team? Yeah, they the always Bills ruined the Super Bowl. They ruined the Dolphins season every year. <laughs> every I'm a huge Dolphin Dolphins fan. Okay, every year, and they went to the Super Bowl four times in a row. You know how hard it is to do that. Like, who could do that now? Four Crazy. times in a row. Crazy. They lost every year. There's been so much heartbreak. I think this is the year. I think this is the year Buffalo is going to break through. I just think they have the magic. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna do it. I do. Okay, Jesse picking the Bills. Jason Tardick will be extremely happy. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, Bennett, Bennett, the producer, is going to be happy. This is like there is oh, yeah. there is uh, yeah, there's positive mojo. I know it's a it's a bold pick, but we just got to stay strong. Bills Mafia, stay strong. Let's Tom Brady here that he won't take that personally. Nope, no. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need to hear that. He doesn't he need any that. more fuel to the fire. I mean, he'll use anything <laughs> as motivation. He's fine. <laughs> he's totally fine. I think he'll be good. What is he going for? Number 15? He's got guys won like 27 Super Bowl. He's running out of fingers. <laughs> right. <laughs> can't win all of them, right? Right? We say that every year. And, and he doesn't he's look like he's stopping anytime soon. You're right. I need I to get on that he's TB12 like, method or whatever he's doing. <laughs> whatever that is. I know. Exactly. Oh, man. All right, gentlemen. So let's end this show with our gems. I feel like, Mike, I feel like Jesse's dropped like five gems on this show. Um, he's had Jesse. He has definitely. Yeah. So I mean, of all the advice that you've given, like, what's like the one that you want to leave the audience with? Uh, you know, as far as a, a gem for today's show. Oh man. Um, I, I think I think vulnerability, communication, I, I think are, are keys in any relationship. And if I'm going to spin this forward to Clayton season. Here in the 20th anniversary of The Bachelor, um, 20th season, a year of The Bachelor, you know, that is going to be critical for him moving forward to continuing being vulnerable, opening up, being his true self. The one thing about Clayton is that that he is real. And I think people are going to continue to see that moving forward. They're going to see things they've never, ever seen on the show in 20 years. Um, really? Okay. It's pretty, you know, it's, it's amazing. Like, it's that dude is not afraid he's not breaking rules there are no rules in the basher but he's not afraid to take chances and take risks and be real and he's gonna he's gonna do that and people at home are gonna see that and we're all just gonna be along for the ride because i remember hosting it sitting there watching it and the producers we were all on the edge of our seats like this is gonna go somewhere that we've never seen this thing go before so just get ready that's a hell of a tease right there let's go clay nose <laughs> yeah yeah, it's uh we, we we always say it's the most dramatic season this is the most dramatic season literally <laughs> yeah literally all right mike what you got man my gym for today is just simply something that helped me over the last few weeks which is just what would someone do if you already loved themselves if you already loved yourself just think about that when you're going through a tough time what would you do if you already loved yourself and that helped me get over some stuff this past few weeks. Hmm. I like it. I okay. use it. I like that. I like that. Really I actually, my gem is, I actually got a message this morning from my mom. She's very religious. She's very spiritual. She loves to send me little messages here and there. So shout out to Mom Abasolo. But in, it was in Spanish. Shout out to it mom. was in Spanish, but I'll translate it in English. But she basically said, Good morning. Talk to God. Give thanks for all the blessings in your life. Give him thanks for taking care of you and ask him today for peace in your home and that all his blessings descend over your life and all the people that you love. Amen. God bless you. And thank you for everything, God. So if you guys are going through tough times, just be grateful. You know, look at all the blessings that you have in your life and, and just know that tomorrow's another day. 
That's great. Man. Mom's advice. Mom yeah. advice is the best. Yes. Like it, you always just have the best advice. And then because I'm a dad, apparently now I got to start giving more dad advice. <laughs> That's what I'm you learning. Dad. It's going to be Clayton's dad's advice. I'm going to have one every week. How, I mean, are you working on your dad jokes? Because I mean, it could be coming. Oh, uh, dude, I, I, I've got so many dad jokes. Yeah, what's the difference between a piano and tuna? What you can you can tuna uh, a piano, but you can't piano a tuna. Why didn't the orange win the race? Why didn't the orange win the race? I have no idea why. Because it, because it ran out of juice. Oh. Uh... Oh God! Do, do these work on Emily? Do these work on Emily? I'll be here, I'll be here all week. I'm going to get a cardigan. I'm going to get a cardigan sweater and a pipe, and I'm just going to start busting these jokes out. I'm going to start doing it on the show. It's going to be great. Oh, does Emily like your dad jokes? No. Nope. No. She just gives, she gives me that look. You know the look. I know the look. I know the yeah. look. Yeah. Yeah. You know <laughs> like do better, yeah. Jesse. <laughs> be better. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Jesse. Well, we just want to thank you, man. I feel like we've gotten to know you so much better. And, uh, you know, we just wish you the best of luck uh, the remainder of the season. And, you know, you helping uh, Clayton find love. We wish you nothing but the best, man. I appreciate it. So great being out with you guys. Let's Definitely do it again so. soon. Oh, man, Mike. I mean, I, you got to love Jesse, man. You got to love Jesse. He's uh has such a great personality and – I mean, to be quite honest, man, I think he was made for this role as being the host of The Bachelor. Jesse has so much experience. He's been on the show himself. Uh, we know he's a dad, <laughs> uh, dad of Clayton. So I think that he is a great pick for being uh, the host of the show. I love how open and just like big brother he comes across. Yeah. You know? He just comes across really genuine. And like somebody that's approachable. So I definitely love that about Jesse. And I hope that the audience gets to feel the same way. Yeah, no, I, I I loved what he said when he was basically saying that he's there for Clayton, right? Like he's, mm -hmm. we talked mm -hmm. about the pressure. He kept emphasizing Yeah, that. I mean, uh, coming off, uh, uh, coming on to a show where the person before him had been there for 20 years. I mean, you can imagine there's going to yeah. be a lot of pressure and expectations and a lot of criticism out there. Um, but I think he handles it in the right way by just... Hey man, I'm here to find help find love for Clayton. And that's my main focus. Like it's not on me, it's on Clayton. And I just love that type of mentality. No, definitely. So he's he kind of alluded to he's not quote unquote like the host. He's so much more than the host, yeah. right? One of those facets being more of a mentor and a sounding board and a therapist. And so I definitely love that he said that as well. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, I mean the guy's resume is no joke. I mean, he was The Bachelor, he hosted so. multiple shows, yeah, he's done commercials, so. yeah. I mean, mainstay on college football. I mean, you know, to anybody out there, I mean, put some respect on this man's name. And to all of our listeners, we love you all. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And guess what, guys? We're casting for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So make sure to head to bachelornation.com forward slash apply. Again, that's bachelornation.com forward slash apply. And don't miss out on your chance on love. Brian, I think I have somebody that I want to apply for the show. I think he'll be a great fit for the show. We'll, okay. we'll see, though. We'll have to have him on talking it out. Okay, I like that. I like that. You know, we always love to hear your opinions, your stories, and your insights. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow. Message us on social at Talking Out BN. That's Talking Out B as a Bachelor and as a Nation. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And baby, it's 2022. You already know the deal. Don't DM me no more until you hit that subscribe. We love y'all.